Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me. I want to kind of catch you up on the mood that is going on right now. It is cold, wet, and rainy outside, so I am in fuzzy socks and sweatpants and sweatshirt. I have a nice blanket, and I am lighting two of my Viridia, well, my two Viridia candles. They came as a set. Um, they actually just restocked, so if you want some, go get them. I will probably link them in the show notes because they are that amazing. Go check them out. Um, yeah, I have those lit, and they smell wonderful. They're soft, glowy lights, so that's nice. And I have my water because podcasters need water. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope your week was wonderful because mine certainly was. I'm almost done with finals. I know I keep saying that, but um, I am almost done. I took my geology final, and it seemed like it was stupidly easy. So hopefully I will have done well in that. Um, but pretty much done. Just have one test next week. So the week will be really enjoyable without much to do besides study for that one. And I'm not anticipating that it's going to be very hard. But this week, um, this past week, has been really fun. So let me kind of tell you all what I've been up to. So one day this week, my sister and I went to our local Books A Million because uh, I realized that we hadn't really been in forever, and I love bookstores, libraries, all of that, and so um, it was really fun. I was not planning on getting anything, but I ended up getting two books, and um, they were on sale, so I got one book for like $4, which was ridiculous, and it wasn't even like an old book. It was like, you know not super new, but not super old either. Uh, but I got those two books on sale, which was just the best feeling ever because books are way too expensive. Um, yeah, then we got coffee afterwards. So really fun day. Uh, so that was about Wednesday or Tuesday last week. So, uh, Thursday last week was Thanksgiving. So we had Thanksgiving. It was really nice. I know in my last episode, I mentioned that it didn't really feel like Thanksgiving, but on Thanksgiving day, it really did. So I was happy about that. Uh, we watched the 1983 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which was super cool and interesting to kind of see how they've done it in the past, um, and how that compares to now. So that was really, that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Uh, and then we ate our dinner, which is always really good, and it was this year again. And so we always have leftovers, so we have leftovers, um, so I'll be eating that for like a couple days. So that's exciting. Um, after dinner, I took a short nap, which I never remember doing, like, in the past, but it was actually really, really nice. Um, yeah, it was just really nice. Uh, we, I had Thanksgiving with my immediate family, um, so it's nice because when you entertain people, you kind of, you can't really just, like, crash on the sofa, but, uh, this year I could, and so I did, so that was awesome. Then, later in the evening, we watched Mrs. Doubtfire in the evening, um, and then we had, like, cake and pie. I made this apple cider donut cake, and it was amazing. Like, I want to make it again. Uh, but that was a really nice day, and overall, it's just super relaxing. So, Black Friday. Uh, on Black Friday on the morning, I watched the Folklore Long Pond Studio Sessions on Disney+. Plus. And, guys, it was so amazing. I loved everything. Like, I have a deeper appreciation uh, for folklore and Taylor's songwriting process, and it, it really reminded me of when I was a kid, like, watching Journey to Fearless. Do y'all remember that? Like, y'all can look it up on YouTube. But I, I remember watching it in parts on YouTube after school. And then just growing up, you know, with an overall love of Taylor's music. And so the documentary kind of it brought back a lot of memories from my life. Um, people I've known, people I don't know anymore. Just, you know, I'm just getting into the music and remembering people and remembering situations and stuff. 
And also seeing Aaron Dessner and Jack Antonoff and Taylor performing the entire album kind of made me think, yeah, I could do this, you know? Um, so I'm really wanting to go back and rework a couple of my songs that I've written and kind of see about possibly doing, like, a rough recording of them in my bedroom, like, kind of like a makeshift studio of my own creation. Uh, we will see. I don't know how much time I'm actually going to have on Christmas break. I assume I'm going to have a lot of time, but I really don't know. But... More of the story, if you have not watched the Folklore Sessions, you need to. Um, also, on Black Friday, obviously, I tried looking at deal- deals and sales kind of online, but I wasn't really in the mood to shop or to, like, spend money. <laughs> so, I'll probably regret that later. But, anyway, that was the gist of my week, and it was amazing, but we're going to go ahead and get on into the actual topic of the episode. So, while my week has been really nice and fun, there were a couple of aspects to it that were not so fun, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. By the title of the episode, you know it's about comparison, but for the past few weeks, I've had more trouble than usual with comparison, and there are several feasible reasons why. Um, I know sometimes I get in a comparison rut, and there's nothing tangible that I can identify that's causing it, but this time, there were some distinct things, so here they are. The day before Thanksgiving, I was supposed to release my podcast episode at noon like I usually do on Wednesdays, but unfortunately for me, that morning, Amazon Web Services crashed, and that caused a lot of problems with people's different technology and their programs, including my hosting platform for my podcast, so I wasn't able to see my analytics for my episode, which made me think that, like, no one's listening, and even though I knew that there were a lot of problems, and I knew that Anchor wasn't loading and that it was that everything was crashing, um, and I knew that people probably were, were still listening to my episode, I couldn't see it, and that was causing me anxiety of, like, no one's listening, I released an episode, and literally it's gotten no plays, and, like, no listens, and I, I just wasn't able to see it, um, and then it, it did really kind of throw me off, and then it took a long time for the episode to release on different platforms, like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where, um, most people listen to my podcast, that's where most people listen. So the whole day I was really frustrated and I was trying to see if I could get my analytics to show because it was really stressing me out that like supposedly no one was listening. Um, Meanwhile, I'm seeing like all these podcasters that I follow and love on Instagram releasing their episodes seemingly like effortlessly and I started to feel inadequate and like I wasn't capable because otherwise I would have gotten my analytics to load and my episodes would be out on all the platforms and all of that. So this is the first time that this has happened. I'm not complaining about my hosting service. I I do love Anchor. I love it. So just bad timing for me and it was unavailable. Um, but anyway, it was still frustrating even though it was unavoidable. Um, everything started itself out in the end, but the fact that I went straight to comparison was something that I really did notice and kind of took away from the experience. I was like, ooh, like maybe I need to work on that. So another thing this week that made me deal with a lot of comparison was a sponsorship offer that I got. Um, I received an email from this brand for a beauty sponsorship early last week and it was paid and it looked really perfect for sale on me. It looked like it aligned with, uh, my values and it was just really something I was very interested in. So obviously I was getting really excited as I was like reading the email And then I got to the part where they stated their requirements for podcasts that they're looking to sponsor. And they said they needed podcasts with a minimum of 5,000 downloads per episode. Y'all, I do not have that many downloads, not even close per episode. Like, it's just, I was not near that. And so my gut reaction was just kind of like, oh, that stinks. And, you know, to reply back 
declining the offer and to let them know that I'm open to any future opportunities they have that I would be a fit for, you know, and just kind of reply and move on. But as I started to think more on it during the day, I actually became like pretty disappointed about it. Um, and then I became kind of insecure about my podcast. And that's kind of crazy, guys, because I love Salami and I love my listeners. And it this is just something that I never anticipated loving so much. You know, I thought I would pick it up. It would be a hobby and it would be something fun, blah, blah, blah. But it's really been amazing and I'm so glad that I started this. I love it more than I imagined I would. Um, but I started getting insecure about the fact that I wasn't even close to the minimum number they required for the partnership. Um, you know, and that's understandable, but I kind of let it go on for too long. I thought about it for too long. I do overthink. Um, but then that day I was on Instagram and I saw that a very new podcast had posted the number of listens their first ever episode had gotten. It was like out for a week and it was like in the range that I would just be over the moon about, but it was like their very first episode. It was way more than what mine what my episodes are now you know and this was their first episode and so that kind of led me into comparing my podcast with other podcasts and my podcast instagram with other podcast pages and it did not help matters um and while I was very proud of that podcaster and very excited for what they had done with their first episode it did make me feel like oh my gosh like I'm not even near that like like, who's listening to their podcast that, you know, like, who's not listening to mine? And I, it was just a lot of comparison because I don't think I've ever seen a podcaster release the number of listens or downloads or whatever that their podcast has gotten. So it's kind of like, oh, yikes, like, wow, maybe I feel like I'm doing well, but maybe I'm really, really not doing as well. Maybe I'm just kind of like a nobody and you know, everyone else is getting way higher than I am, and I'm just kind of excited with, like, my mediocrity and all that, so it didn't help matters. This year, we're all looking for the perfect holiday gift, and today, I wanted to tell you all about the gallery. The gallery shop is a curated collection of photographs from around the world. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Right now, for the holiday season, the gallery is exclusively offering our listeners 25% off your next purchase using the code FRIDAY. That's 25% off your next purchase at thegallery.com. That's thegallery.com, G-A-L-R-Y, using the code FRIDAY. The gallery, create your perfect space. So, these instances this week kind of knocked my confidence, I am not going to lie. And it made me feel like no one listens to my podcast and that no one cares and what I have to say is not important and all of those lovely thoughts. And I have the analytics right in front of me. I can see the general number of people. There are platforms that I don't have analytics for, but I can kind of see the general aspect of who's listening and, um, you know, geography and numbers and all of that. And so even though I know all of that's not true, I still felt very small, you know, and especially comparatively to other people. And in six months of podcasting, this is the first time I really had a point where I was feeling bad about it, you know, so it felt even more poignant to remember. And it felt like kind of, you know, the first time, you know, the first time for anything is pretty memorable. So it's the first time I didn't enjoy podcasting, which is crazy. Um, because if you know me, you know, I love this. Uh, so the question is, what do we do with it? Uh, first, I kind of casually mentioned 
that the hosting crash um, was annoying to a podcast friend. And she was really, really sweet and sympathetic. And the way it came up was pretty nonchalant. It was just in the course of conversation, and her response was very conversational. But just admitting that I was having a hard time releasing an episode and hearing her sympathizing was really, really nice. And it was something I wasn't planning, but it was something that I needed. Uh, Sometimes I think I hold myself to appearing like everything's fine and like I have everything together. And I think the togetherness aspect of my personality and of that is because so many people nowadays don't really try with their appearance or their grades or whatever. So I want to be the opposite of that and that's fine. You know, I want to rise higher and push myself to be the best I can, you know, and so that's admirable. It's fine. But then it creeps into other areas of life and it makes me feel hesitant about sharing a frustration because it's like, I feel like it'll look like I don't have it all together. You know, if I'm saying something's not within my control, it's like, oh, she's out of control, which is not true. But to me, my mind is like, oh, any, like any sign of weakness is like, you are weak, you know? And I, the funny thing is I don't hold other people to those standards, you know? And honestly, I would think they were pretty rigid, pretty like not vulnerable and whatever. Um, but for me, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's so stupid, but that is something that I have in my life. So that's very much on me. Uh, like I said in my perfectionism episode really early on in the podcast, I don't need to look perfect or otherwise I'm not relatable and no one wants to get to know me, you know? And also, like I said, I'm only six months into podcasting and while I'd love to have huge numbers and lots of listeners, I just don't yet. And that's okay. You know, I'm trying every day to widen my audience and to engage with the listeners that I already have. And that's really all I can do. And I also think that overthinking played a really big role into why that brand sponsorship really got under my skin. You know, as I mentioned, my first inclination was to think, okay, well, that's not for me, so that's okay, and to move on. And then I just had to go back and let it upset me, you know? Uh, I know that there will be other brands interested in working with me, and this won't be the last thing to come my way. And it was only one that I was just kind of like, no, you know? And in fact, I'm actually in the process of working with a brand right now. So it's fine that this thing wasn't for me. And God knows that there have been lots of emails I've gotten from different brands that I passed on. So why did this one get to me? And I think it's because it seems like it was really promising, first of all, and like a great fit. But then something that was lacking in my podcast is the way that... I wasn't able to do it. It was, it kind of ruined it, you know, it was like on me, um, that my end of the deal wasn't good enough. You know, I pressed on brands where I've been like, oh, I don't like your terms or you're only giving me what, like a 10% off coupon for like a, like $80 product. Like, what are you talking about? I can't do that. Um, and so it was something that they proposed that I didn't, like but now it kind of seems like something that I was incapable of having or doing or whatever was something that it was why I couldn't do this brand sponsorship and it felt like I had failed on this one which it's really not a matter of failure so why do I do that to myself it's not that I failed it's not that I wasn't good enough it just I wasn't what they were looking for you know and actually I should have taken it the other way and been like oh I'm really happy that you know obviously if they wouldn't have emailed me if they knew how many listeners I get but I guess it appears that I have more 
I don't know that I'm more professional or that I'm a bigger podcast than I really am, and maybe that's a good thing, and maybe I should take that as a compliment, you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, I know some of you can relate, and even if it's not a matter of podcasting, comparison can happen in any area of life, and it really does. Uh, since I was young, I've really grappled with comparison for a few different reasons, and I feel like I've gotten better with it over the years, which is awesome. It's a product of growth and trying to heal and trying to, um, better myself, but, uh, then I have something like this that kind of makes me question my growth in the area, and then, you know, the cycle continues, and it's just, you have this moment of growth, and you think, oh my gosh, like, this is great, things are great for a while, and then something happens, and it makes you maybe question, did I really grow in that area, or whatever, so I'm just trying to get better at this, and at not taking things like this so personally, and being assured of myself and what I'm doing, I'm also trying not to make it a cycle, because it can become a very big cycle, and of like, oh yay, I've grown, and something happens, you're like, no, I haven't, you know, um, because I can take little things in stride, but then it seems like there are big things that things that happen that maybe I don't react so well to, and then it's just like, oh, it's all over again of me being like, no, I didn't grow, and, um, it's just confusing, so I, I just want to be more assured in myself, more confident in what I'm doing, and knowing the reasons why, and I never started a podcast to, to work with brands, that wasn't even my intention, but I think now that it seems like it's a possibility in some areas, it's, it's disappointing when it's not a possibility in others, you know, and so I have to remember my why. I had to remember why did I start a podcast. It wasn't to work with brands, so I shouldn't get upset about that, you know, uh, so just all these reminders are going to be very helpful in the future of trying to figure out how I can deal with stuff like that. Okay, guys, that is the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. It was more of a talk-through than an advice episode, but I I like those. I think it's nice sometimes just to talk through your problems without having to necessarily correct them. You know, I don't think your time is necessarily only productive if you find a way to fix them. If, you know, if you can just mention them to someone, then that's also productive too. But that being said, if you do want a um advice episode on dealing with comparison I can definitely do that so um check out the show notes for my Instagram if you want to DM me you can also email me um any of your episode suggestions or tell me if you want that or whatever also I have you know our ads and I also have the Viridia Candles linked so if you want those they would make a great Christmas present um so you can go get those and yeah I just wanted to say that but definitely come back next week if you are not planning on it (laughs) even if you are come back next week because I am making a Christmas episode, and I'm very excited. I've had, I've had this one written up for a while for me to do, um, but I want to wait until, um, the right time to do it. I wanted to do this one first since I was currently going through, um, comparison, so I thought, you know, if you're going through something right now, you would do well to (laughs) podcast about it. All right, anyway, all right, I'm tired, so thank you so much. I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.